0: It's one of the most common questions I hear. How's business? Over the years, I haven't given that question much thought. By the way, that's generally not a good idea. I simply defaulted to autopilot mode and selected one of my pre-prepared multiple choice responses. A. It's going great. B. It's going okay. C. It's been a little slow. Those multiple choice replies have worked well since 2005 until now, 2020. In April, as usual, I was asked, Rich, how's business? I paused, and then paused some more. The old thoughtless responses didn't fit. For the first time, my A B, or C answers seem like lies. I stumbled with my words, trying to reconcile what I thought I should say and what I knew I needed to say. This is Rich, and it's time to revive your work. In 2020, 90% of our business disappeared. It didn't slow down. It was gone. Most of our work required gathering teams together and working closely for extended periods of time. Often, team members had to fly in for a workshop experience. In the spring, all of that stopped. Cancelled. So when the inevitable question came, Rich, how's business? I could no longer resort to autopilot. I needed a new response, one that was thoughtful and truthful. First, I wanted to explore what's the question behind the question? You know, the the part we assume people know what we're really asking without saying it. The part that we become numb to. That's when it hit me. How's business is code for how's revenue. I say that because the responses we generally provide, the ones that sound like going great, going okay, or it's been a little slow, they're all referring to revenue. So without ever saying how's revenue, we just had a brief conversation about it, and that's weird. So since I couldn't prevent people from asking the question, I figured it was time to start answering it with more insight and honesty. And I didn't have to wait long for my chance. Within days, the question appeared again, Rich, how's business? So here's what happened. We talked openly about what that question had meant in the past. Behind the camouflage, we're really saying and responding to, how's revenue? And I went ahead and answered that question, telling them we're way off and why that was and how our entire industry had been impacted. Then I opened up the conversation to talk about how we might better measure our business journey and, and why we seem to be stuck on revenue. I reminded them that if revenue was the sole measurement, we're tanking. And that's not the case. In a number of other areas, we're having an amazing year. For example, we've been working on our culture. We deepened and strengthened our team relationships, and we're better at utilizing our unique strengths. After years of saying, not yet, when people ask. Do you have a podcast? We can now say yes. And this is our 21st episode. We've researched and built an in house virtual studio. And after 20 years in the professional development industry, we delivered our first very cool virtual workshop and now offer them as an option to all our clients. So when you add all that up, it equals to a productive and exciting year. Reflecting back on that conversation and the others that followed, here's what I found. It feels really good to speak the truth. We need to challenge age-old questions and responses that don't provide much value. Previously, this whole exchange was a lot like passing someone in the store and parroting, how's it going? Great. Nothing really was said or gained. And also I found that this truthful, insightful conversation gave other people permission to answer honestly for themselves. And it caused me to consider how do I, how should I measure our business success going forward? This all got me thinking outside of business, In other words, where else in life should we question how and what we measure? How about health and well-being? In this country, we generally measure the overall success of our health by how long people live. Are our medical advances really helping us live longer or are we dying slower? Longevity is the easy measurement. Is it the right one? Should we be measuring the quality of our years rather than the length? Are people active? Are they learning, engaged in meaningful relationships? How might we measure those outcomes more effectively? How about marriage? Do we measure the success or failure of marriage simply by the rising or falling of the divorce rate? So let me be clear, I am not pro divorce. I am wondering if there's more to measure than just staying together. Is it important that couples have a vibrant, healthy and thriving relationship? Right? Are we helping each other become better people? Are we learning how to work through conflict, create resolutions, yield to a bigger purpose than just our own wants and desires? I'm grateful That this pandemic has caused me to reconsider how to best measure and communicate the success of our business. Where else in our business and personal lives can we find new and better ways to measure what success really looks like? Perhaps Albert Einstein said it best not everything that can be counted counts, and not everything that counts can be counted if you'd find value in an additional weekly dose of encouragement visit reviveyourwork.com backslash blog that's reviveyourwork.com backslash blog or text revive r-e-v-i-v-e to 33777. and consider subscribing to revive your work in your favorite podcast platform and while you're there Give us a like or leave a comment. That means a lot to us. We'll see you next week as we continue our conversation that transcends the blurred lines between our personal and professional lives.